Welcome into the Future Sox podcast. My name is Elijah Evans, and I'm here today with Jacob Burke, who was a 2022 draft pick of the White Sox. He's coming off a big season uh, playing between Kannapolis and Winston-Salem. Um, this season, Jacob put together a 294, 392, 439 slash line this year to go along with, a, with an 831 OPS, six home runs, 19 stolen bases, um, and some great defense that we've seen all over social media throughout the season. Welcome in, Jacob. It's good to have you. How's it going, man? Thanks. Thanks for uh, uh, talking to me. I'm excited. Awesome. We appreciate you coming on. First of all, um, take me through kind of this season for you. This was your first, you know, full professional season. You played 85 games between two different levels. How did how did everything just feel for you this year? Getting used to, you know, the pro ball schedule and the routine and everything like that. Uh, it was good. I mean, I, first of all, I had a lot of fun, met a lot of cool guys, a lot of great, great teammates. And um it was good. I mean, I felt like it was pretty similar to summer ball in college, you know, obviously much longer, you know, to start with spring training and all that. But I obviously had a late start to the season, but, um, you know, built up some motivation with, with that injury and came off on a, on a good note, started hot, had a, what I thought was a pretty good year. But I think the, the main thing is just um, you learn a lot in the first year. You know, there's a lot of things that are just new and, talking to guys about how to, you know, manage your body throughout the season and um, just like how to how to create a routine every day and, and stick to it and just things like that, that um, go in uh, to the performance at night, just like things that lead up throughout the day and and just things that you have to work on uh, staying consistent with throughout the season. Definitely, man. Is there anything like you're just touched on there? Is there anything that you kind of have changed in the way you just approach the game in the last year of just whether it's, you know, something with your routine or something with your play style that you feel yourself having, you know, a new found understanding for specifically? Um, I'd say the biggest thing that jumps out is just finding a routine. You know, for me, like I found a really good routine um, during uh, my rehab in Arizona, getting back from my injury. I, I felt like I got a good routine there and I realized um kind of from talking to some of the guys last year and just you see like the schedule how it is um I mean I kind of just you don't you don't really need to take a million swings a day you know you just need to find a good routine and stick to it and sometimes less is more you know in a long season um you know just finding your routine and sticking to it because for me it's like I know that every day if I show up and I've done my routine and prepared the same way that I do every day, then I give my chance myself a good chance to succeed at seven o'clock. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, backtracking a little bit for people that don't know you super well, you started at Southeastern Louisiana, you ended up making your way to Miami. Um, what was your, your kind of college experience like and more some of the big things you learned throughout college that got you ready to, you know, end up getting drafted by the White Sox and, and play professional ball? Um, I mean, part of the reason that I went to Miami is to make a jump in the competition, you know, ACC, SEC, those are kind of the top programs or conferences in college baseball. So um, I thought it was it was good for me to get that experience leading up to pro ball. And, you know, I feel like it, it uh, I just got a lot of a lot of good coaching there. Um, Miami did a great job developing me uh, at Miami. That was my first year playing outfield when I went to Miami. So I definitely like learned a lot from Gino there um, in the outfield that helped me out, but really just having that, uh, like playing good competition all the time, you know, every day kind of seeing 
some good arms sporadically in there to where when you get to pro ball, you're not just thrown into a pack of wolves. You know, you've kind of seen some of that stuff before. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And then uh, I've talked to different people and, you know, the draft experience can be all types of emotions from, you know, from nerve wracking to exciting to also just, just not knowing where you're going to even physically be in, you know, a few weeks from then. So how was a uh, last summer, you know, how was the white Sox draft process? And just once you kind of went through that process and you knew eventually when you found out you were getting drafted by the white Sox, how was all of that uh, just the transition for you? Um, well, I, I was expecting uh, to go on day two. That's kind of what I've heard, had to yeah. hurt. And um ended up not working out and I was obviously like pretty frustrated. It's like you said, you never know what's gonna happen. But um I think I definitely I felt like at that point I was ready for Pro Bowl and the White Sox had called me the night of uh at following day two and um they just expressed, you know, how much they liked me and, and my game and my style. And I just felt like it was, you know, definitely you wanna go to an organization that believes in you and thinks that you have big league potential one day so that was like a big thing that I connected with the White Sox on is just you know that they believed in me and um so obviously I ended up not going till first part of day three and I was pretty frustrated with it but once you get drafted everybody's the same you know none of that stuff matters at that point I just used that as motivation to prove all the teams were on that passed up on me before that hundred percent. And you've, you've completely done that already in one year. And I know we know we're looking forward to continuing to see how you do that. Um, going a little bit into more of the, the baseball specific stuff is your, can you talk a little bit about your just approach as a hitter and some of the things that you personally, cause everybody's got different things, you know, they focus on, and this is, you know, a way to indicate what you're, what you're looking for, what pitches you're working towards, you know, a mechanical tweak while you're thinking through it in the game. Is there anything mm-hmm. just you as a hitter that you really like to focus on when you're in the box, thinking about how to just, how to approach any given at bat? Um, I mean, I I stay on the fastball at all times. When when I'm my best, I'm just staying on the fastball, um, and I'm trying to hit a line drive off the center field wall. You know, when I when I stay through the middle, I feel like that's when I'm best. All my hits are going through the middle, and then if I'm staying middle, it gives me the adjustability to pull my hands in on an inside pitch or to stay uh, stay with it to the opposite field. But yeah, pretty much just staying on the fastball because, um, I mean, I feel like that's my favorite pitch to hit. And then if, if you're thinking about one or the other, you're probably going to be late on both. And, but if I stay on the fastball, I can adjust to the off speed. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And we've, we've seen your ability to kind of spray it all over. And that's if you're, if you're working up the middle, it helps with your ability to be able to hit the ball all over the field. If you're just planning for the middle, right. Um, You know, you, you said it's kind of crazy that you didn't even play outfield, right. Until later in college, right. And before you got drafted, but you're now somebody who's looked at as one of the, one of the more impressive defensive outfielders in the White Sox system. Um, And last year we've seen a few make some incredible plays this past year uh, between Kannapolis and Winston. What is, what has that work been like for you on a, you know, this last year and a half since getting drafted since your last year of college, I guess as well, but just really developing that, that kind of just great reaction time and first step and everything in the outfield. Um, I mean, I think my football background gives me like a lot of good, like natural instinct with the angles. Like I feel like I just will get on track and take a really good angle to to a lot of balls. Um, but I mean, really just like power shagging, that's all you do. I mean, I feel like honestly, ever since I moved to the outfield, I'd never want to go back to the infield because it gives me a chance to show my athleticism out there. And I feel like it's just it's so much fun out there. Like I'm I'm out there waiting and waiting, like, please hit the ball in the gap. Like, don't just hit me one in the air. Like I'm waiting for that ball in the gap, like to go run it down and just 
You know, I always just like I want every pitcher that steps up on the mound to to want me playing in center field behind them. And I always try to just catch. I feel like if the ball doesn't go over the wall, you know, I feel like running back on it, I should be able to catch it. Can have a good gauge on it. Exactly. No, that's a, that seems like very accurate based on watching you play. Uh, do you you prefer center over playing either corner? Yeah, just because, like, I have control. I can catch yeah. every ball if I want to, but I can play all, all of them. Yeah, awesome, man. Um, looking a little bit off the baseball field, is there anything that you do, um, you know, outside of baseball just to keep yourself grounded, to keep yourself, you know, enjoying your life and not getting – obviously, baseball is a huge part of your life when you're a professional athlete, um, but there are the things you do off the field to really just make your life balanced. Um, I mean, I guess just, like – I don't know, I mean, usually during the season, like, I'm spending all my time on baseball yeah. on the off days, a complete rest day, which I feel like every player who plays all the time needs. So, I mean, just I'll just go chill by the pool and do stuff like that. But, I mean, in the off season, like, I really enjoy, like, yoga and things like that. And, um, but I mean, really in the off season, I'm training and hitting and stuff. I mean, I hang out with my girlfriend. But I feel like I'm all, I only get one, one shot at this and yeah. – I enjoy it. Like that's what's so easy about it is I love training and, and hitting and playing so much. So, you know, this baseball is my piece. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It's uh, you know, people say it's not a, it's not really work if you love it every single day. So that's, yeah. uh, that makes perfect sense. Um, so you're headed to the Arizona fall league. This is super exciting um, for fans that are listening. You know, we white Sox send eight players every year to Arizona where they play, you know, in a variety of games starting next week um, and play all the way through the second week of November. Um, what are you looking forward to most about being there? Um, if you talk to some of the other guys that are going, you know, the white Sox have, you know, some guys, Colson Montgomery, Brian Ramos. There's a lot of really, really fun players um, from the organization that are heading there. Is there anything you're uh, particularly looking forward to in Arizona? Um, I mean, I just think it's going to be fun, like all the competition. I think uh, I think that with it not being just like normal minor league baseball season, it'll be kind of like you'll get to meet a bunch of different guys and, and play, you know, against some guys you've never played before. And I think it's just a cool thing to have like a lot of good players all in one area and should be good baseball. And I think it'll be super competitive. And, you know, you'll only you'll not only want to be showing out for like your organization and and show the rest of the teams around that, you know, the future of the White Sox is bright, but also like on our team, we'll, we'll be able to compete for, for a championship at the end of the, of the fall. I just think it'll be fun. Yeah. It's going to be a cool experience, man. It should be, it should be really cool. Is there anything, um, you know, you got, you got a little bit of a late start to the year, like you mentioned earlier, but you, you did get 85 games under your belt. Um, is there specific things on the field that you want to take advantage of that extra game time in Arizona to really hone in on? Uh, yeah, I would say, um, just continue to work on my plate discipline, you know, try to uh, continue to control the zone, obviously um, draw as many walks as I can. And um, also I just want to uh, work on driving the baseball, um, not only, I mean, specifically to the opposite side of the field, but just in general, continue to drive the baseball and, and um, just good exit velos and try to hit for a little more power. I think uh, like, obviously I showed, some good consistency and uh, like contact hitting throughout the year. But I think that uh, I haven't even close to like reached my ceiling. I think there's a lot of development still left in the tank and I'm just looking forward to uh, continue to build myself up as a, as a player and a prospect. It's really exciting. I'm looking forward to, 
like you just said, talking about, you know, getting, reaching your ceiling, reaching your maximum, looking into next year. Um, is there anything, what do you, what do you see for yourself um, in the next season? Just continuing to work. I mean, you, you played a good amount of games in Winston-Salem. So obviously you've already made it to that level. Um, hopefully you're going to obviously keep rising. Is there anything going towards next year that you're really, you have, do you have goals for yourself? Do you have anything you're really just striving to get in the next, in the 2024 season? Um, I mean, I think I'm just going to, continue to to try to be the person that I am right now and and just build on my weaknesses but I mean I, I just think the sky's the limit and you know I put myself in a good position with my first year so I think all I'm going to do is work my butt off this entire offseason and try to just show people because I mean in my head I think that obviously I've had a good season, but I just still think that there were so many ways and so many games and, and times in the year that I could have been so much better. So just continue to try to improve and, and honestly just be the best player that I can be. Definitely. Um, well, I'll leave it with this as a last question. How do you feel about the future of the entire organization? You, you're around a lot of these guys. You've seen a lot of the other, you know, prospects that you play with and you train with all the time. Um, what do you, what do you think about the future just of the White Sox, you know, farm system? The future's bright. I mean, I've played with a ton of good players this year. And, and um, I mean, I think, like, specifically, obviously, I spend the most time around these guys. But I thought we have a great draft class from last year. Yeah. You know, several guys out of that list that you could see in the big leagues one day. And just, like, <clears throat> guys like Colson and Ramos and, and, like, guys like that who have been here for a while. Just great players, great teammates. And, I'm just excited to keep uh, keep getting better and playing with these guys, and uh, hopefully we'll all be together in Chicago one day. Yeah, speaking for uh, a lot of fans and people that follow the team, we're we're really excited to see the future, and I think it's it's looking brighter than you know it has in a long time, and we're excited to see you being part of it uh, moving forward. So thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it, and uh, take care. Cool, man. Thank you.